Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today we turn the page, we go to October of 1991, where we are covering WCW Saturday Night on TBS from October the 5th, 1991. And before I throw it to Doc and ask how he's doing, I want to give a shout out to our big time patron contributors each and every month, Disrespectfully Classy, Marky Blassie, Mike Childry, Joe Ice, good old Justin Thank you for your generous support each and every month on Patreon and being the sponsors of this show. And then in real time, we haven't recorded in really over two weeks, I think, at this point. So uh, I got a couple shout outs on the uh, new patrons or uh, returning, existing. Uh, Beer Man, welcome to the Hall of Fame. By the way, Beer Man, uh, I probably shouldn't tell you this because you're going to your head will get swollen. But uh, he wanted to thank you for, um, you know, giving us giving him a shout out when uh uh, Mama Beer Man passed away uh, a month Why or so would I ago, get a big so. head? That's just that's just what normal humans do is wish, not T's and P's, but just, you know, well wishes when something bad happens to a member of the Army. That's all. It will still make this more than it has to be. Thank okay. you, Beer Man. I appreciate that. I appreciate you coming back to us. Must have got uh, your inheritance. Now he's going to be a big-time player in the paper. Jesus, Doc, you are an ass. Welcome hey. to the Hall of Fame, Beer Man. Thank you very much. Uh, Pete T. It smells, it, smells e. like, it smells like piss in here, in here in the Hall of Fame, just like it does in the waiting room. Don't worry Oh, about God. It. it smells worse in the Hall of Fame, actually. Uh, uh, Christopher H., that's not Hopper. Just Christopher H. <laughs> out there. Uh, Scott S. And then someone, you're going to love this. I don't know who this person is, but on patreon their handle is tommy rich's tutor come on <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to make of that so yeah man there's Look that what you've but, done you have I, besmirched the the, the long storied legacy of the nwa heavyweight title belt i look here man see here we go if, if he didn't make fun of me doc that motherfucker do the Von Eric thing with the shoot job blues he's got these days. That motherfucker, he'd walk right into that cooler. You think he'd be first? He'd be right behind you, swinging from the fucking ceiling of the cooler. Aye. I guess that's better than giving Barnett some service, though. Huh? All right, Doc, how are you, man? Get out of here, Tommy. We got we got a show to cut today. Oh, I'm doing great. Um, just got over the best two weeks of my life. You're supposed to like jump in there and go, why is that? 
Sometimes I wonder when you want me to jump in versus when, you know, you're just Well, we're supposed to be having a fucking conversation here. All right. Well, that's tell me why how, it's the... That's kind of how this medium works, is that we have a conversation that feels natural, <laughs> and people that are listening are like, dude, I wish I could hang out with those guys. All right. Well, go ahead and tell me why it's the best two weeks. That, uh, it was because we didn't record, but the moment passed. Now, speaking of hanging out, when this is is comes out... What is it? X-rated? Is it X-rated? Yeah, it's X-rated. Uh, Wildcat X-rated. Well, that March third happened. So, should I make some predictions, or should you tell me who's going to get like the drunkest, who's going to take the most drugs, um, who's most likely to go home with questionable, dirty New Orleans pussy? Who's going to get the drunkest? That's hard, man. Cause I know we got a lot of contenders for that, but I'm going to say it's going to be me from my house. <laughs> okay. I told, uh, I told you all the shit I have to do this weekend. You think I can handle that sober? Definitely not. Who's going to get the drunk. It's hard to answer, man. And we've got a couple of new folks who are going to be there this time too, man. Armando's coming in from California. We got a uh, Marechi coming in from Carolina. Yeah. They hadn't made it before, been able to make it before. So they're, Armando they're, they're, better they're, watch they're, out, dude. He's coming from California into the South, man. I they got ice over here, bro. I'm just saying. <laughs> they, ain't got no, they got no ice in South Louisiana at this time. Trust me, okay. Bring bring your papers is all I'm saying. Now, Louis South Louisiana, New Orleans especially, has more problems and ice <laughs> more problems than ice. Ice isn't the problem, okay? Matter of fact, that's true. I mean, they could kick ISIS ass. All right. Yeah, I'm not sure I'd bring my lily white ass down there at this this particular time. And you know, I love New Orleans. Yeah. So, so will we? Do we think Harper will have ethered someone? No, because no. you know Luke don't know how to book old school wrestling. Oh, well, God, speaking of booking <laughs> old school wrestling, I want to bring up something that happened. Harper is on the way, everyone. Sorry yeah, to interrupt. He's coming. Yeah, I want to bring up something old school booking, and, and we haven't had a chance to talk about this, but I think it deserves mention. Is we're not going to sit here and do a review of the elimination chamber that re, that happened a while back in WWE, but I think we should really talk about um, the Sami Zayn Roman match. You know, first of all, what did you think of the match? Did you like it? Oh, I loved it. We knew he wasn't going to win. I mean, you and I talked about it beforehand, unless you changed your mind. But no, we were kind of texting during it, and we knew he wasn't going to win. But, boy, they gave every opportunity to make it seem like he would. I mean, didn't they? They kind of really. I, there was a couple of moments when I'm like, they're not about to do this, are they? Yeah. I mean, first of all. And. It, it it they told they told on themselves here because you can do wrestling. You're going to tell me that, that they didn't touch for how long at the end, beginning of the match? That's wrestling. They were working. They weren't yeah. they weren't wrestling. They were working. Less is more. They didn't touch. The crowd did all the work for them. That was tremendous. I mean, like 
you can't. I don't know if this Zayn won, so we, but he didn't win. Oh, he came out just as strong. Yeah, he won, but he and didn't so, win. Right, and you know, I was watching it with the family, and Mrs. Doc was like, "Is it just?" She goes, "I don't." She doesn't know what's going on, so she's like, "Is it just me, or is that crowd really loud?" And then I, you know, they're in Montreal. Yeah. It's like, man, they're they're into this. And you can get I, I went for the ride too, man. And that's the thing. It's rare, it's too rare. But the modern product can deliver. They just gotta deliver. They got players that can deliver big time storylines. They just got so much drama with the whole thing right now with the bloodline with like uh Well, you know why that is, right? Well, they got Jay Uso and he's siding with Zane and you know, personal there's just so much issues. internal conflict, and you're right, personal issues draw money. Like you have, first off, the, the other side is this has been a long storyline, long storyline. So you never see these long storylines and these long. I don't say you rarely see these long storylines and these long payoffs anymore, and that's what makes it so intriguing. And like we and all they're knew doing the thing, and they're win. doing the thing. Doing what? They're keeping the storyline going and sliding Cody in. Yeah. And we know, like, I, I mean, I think Cody's going to win and defeat Roman, but it's just, they're really just playing it out and teasing us. And then they're throwing in all these other mix of things with Owens involved and Owen saved Sammy, but he only saved him because he didn't want his family to see Sammy get destroyed. So he's got a heart, but he also is still a, you know, a miserable bastard in a way. He's not that ha- like he helped him, but he only helped him because he didn't want his family to see Zane get injured. Like he so they're just they're just teasing you all the way through and it's just compelling TV. We call it like we see it, man. We have buried this company, buried them over the years. Like we don't really bury them, but we're just like, well, and, we and can't watch this crap. Rightfully so. But man, when they do things right, like right now, mm. man, it's wonderful to watch. It really is, man. It is probably, I would say it's the best thing they've done in ten years. And you would say, well, what about Kofi? I thought that was all right. I did because I like Kofi, but this is this is really really good. You know th- that night felt like the same energy is like Pipe Bomb or or Van Dam and Cena. If Cena wins, we riot. You you know it had a it had a different energy that when this shit's done right, it it hits different. This this is better than Kofi Mania. Um, it's different. Like there's there's many more players involved in this, and that's what makes it better. You've you've just got this long arcing story with Roman and in his in his you know the Usos and uh, Solo Sokoa now and Sammy's now involved, and then you know you, not Roman Kevin Owens is now in it and. And then, of course, you got Heyman there. And now Cody is like, you know, he's getting not in it, but you know what I mean? He's 
going to face Roman at Mania. So you have all have, these stars. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying you have all these stars. Like, well, in Solo Sokoa, I don't know if he's, you can really call him a star yet, but you got all these top-notch dudes who are over, over as over can be. And in the and they are the no doubt in my mind they are the best talents in the promotion, like they are mm. the top of the heap in the promotion pretty much, and they're all in this thing and it's it's a beautiful story and masterpiece. It's, a, it's just a jigsaw puzzle because that's the other thing you and I were talking about before elimination chamber was like we know who's gonna win, but. God damn, I still got to watch it because I need to see this story play out. I need to see what they're going to do next. Yeah. And now, you, I, you know, I have a you thought. You don't trick us. I don't say you don't trick us, but that's for me and you, these old curmudgeons of wrestling fans, to get us to want to invest in something where we're like, bro, I want to see what happens tonight. I really want to see. We were like that for uh, the Rumble. We're now we were like that for Elimination Chamber. Hell, they have me watching and skimming Raw. I ain't did that in over a year, at least two years, maybe. So that it's just compelling TV, feelings, man. Bro, like you said, personal issues draw money, and I, I do agree with you. I I brought up, you know, <laughs> Kofi last time we talked about this. I was like, you know, Kofi Mania was great. It was really good. It was, but th- this is better. Because of so many of all the people who are involved in it. So. You think Cody's going to win at WrestleMania? I'm leaning that way right now. Now, we've got how many more weeks to go before that? So obviously, I want to say I'd like to be able to change my mind at some point, depending on, you know, what else I see. But I'm, I'm leaning that way now. I think that they throw it on Cody. See, I wouldn't do it. But if I was going to do it, what about this scenario? A little fantasy book in here. What if Roman's like, look, I really am ready to go back to the house and be more part-time. And Heyman turns on Roman for Cody to help him realize his father's dream. Oh, I hope not. Okay. Like, I, I, I don't, I, I mean, I, let's see, what's he, 37, 38, 30, 37, I'm going to look it up now. Yeah, he's 37. Um, I mean, he's not young, but, God, I don't. Roman has said he wants a lighter schedule. Yeah, I can understand it, but, oh, my God, I don't, I hope not. Yeah, how many but, times do but, you get here? Not just that, but. There is something. You're, I mean, to, not here. You're the man. You've been the man. And not you're not just the man. This shit's good. Dude, I think of all the crap that that dude dealt with. And I said it years ago the on this show. I said it years ago. I was like, man, people get mad at Roman. It ain't him. He ain't bad. I'm like, but when you take a Greek god like him and you book him like crap, like, what do you expect? And then, you know, he was being shoved down people's throat as a baby face. Like, and look what happened. They finally turned him heel. And he's like this 
freaking phenomenal heel. I just, I don't want him to go away for, for if you, I mean, if he takes a break, like a short term break, sure. Give him, give him some months off three to six months, you know, whatever he wants. But like, I, I don't, I don't want him to like go away and be part-time like Cena or, you know, rock came, became like, I don't want that kind of part-time from him, but you know, I understand, man. You know, it's a heck of a, a grind. It's not a grind like it was in the eighties, but he's been at, he's been doing this now for some time. So, you know, I get it. I can't, you know, hate the man if he does want time off and wants to do part-time, but I, he, it's just so hot right now. I, I just don't want him to walk away. But yeah. you know the break of him and Paul has to come at some point. Right. Well, so, God, yeah, he's, so he's fat tremendous. And funny. When he got in the ring and started hitting <laughs> Owens, my Latrell had to come apart because he my my kid loves Heyman. He's like, he's so great outside just standing there doing stuff during the so match. Good. And I'm like that's a good good eye son because you're right he's so good he's so, he's so good he's so good and he's so got, he's got fault we'll see hey tremendous. here's the thing it's not that we hate the new product we hate the new product they give us and i'd much rather tune in and be like dude i can't wait to see what they do tonight than hate watch this shit because i'm telling you that's not fun hate watching is miserable like and that's yeah. the beauty of what they've been doing you, you're not hate watching it you're Look, watching I'm not it sitting there, and here's enjoy. The thing. i'm not sitting there watching three hours of raw i don't give a shit what happens i don't have that kind of time in my life yeah but i try I to catch the segments that are of interest uh elimination chamber i didn't watch the whole thing um i watched the slam dunk contest because we had a little white kid represented and i had to i had to see that um and then i flipped over for the for the main event they did the main event wrong in the Elimination Chamber match, though, because uh, Roman came out first. That's always been a pet peeve of yours. It's it's just you got to respect the title, bro. You've been saying now, that I've got to ask you years. something else. Okay. We we've given some love to the to the to the new product. We need to talk about some old product. And before we talk about the old, old product that we're here, we're talking about. I got a question for you. Is Jake Roberts high right now? Man, I've been thinking about this since I was texting you. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you were being petty, bro. Nah, it, you were being trifling. If I had a nickel for every time somebody that old wrestlers, not even wrestlers, people on the street claim to be clean and found God. If I had a nickel for every time that I heard that and it turned out to not be true, I'd be a millionaire. So, like, I don't want this to come off the wrong way because then, then I'm the, the, the jackass and the asshole. It's what a fun place I, to be. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but my problem... I hope to I hope for Jake's sake. I hope for his kid's sake. No, no, no. I hope for I let me go back one other thing before I say I hope for Jake's sake. Jake Roberts' upbringing from how he came into this world to having to deal with Grizzly Smith as a father. I have a lot of empathy for what that dude had to deal with. Because 
Grizzly Smith, I hope there's a hell and I hope he's burning in it. I really do. Because he is a fucking animal. He's foul, dude. He is beyond foul. I, I, you, you know how you like to mess with me, like, oh, bro, you, you know, I can always tell when you strike a nerve, and we have fun with sports and the Pellies and the Saints and the Cowboys. Dude, let me tell you something. Get you hot. Let me tell you something. I don't. I, I care about that stuff, but I ain't. My blood pressure ain't going up. You want to see my blood pressure go up? Sit me down, hook me up to some kind of heart monitor and put on anything about Grizzly Smith and I legit get hot. Like I get dig this man up grave up so we can defecate on it type hot because like hell is too nice of a place for him. So when I say what I'm about to say about Jake, he had the way he came into this world from his father raping his 14 year old mother to you know, Grizzly, just the abusiveness that he was. Then they start doing the family tree of Grizzly, which is just, bro, that that just, when you start writing it down on paper, like, and you see what Grizzly was, it, it's, it's sickening, man. It makes you just want to projectile vomit. And so I, I say all that to say Jake has had a tough time. But, and there's a big but, I also believe as a grown human being, at some point, you got to take control because you have the means to do so. You were a star. The things that led you to these drugs were your stardom, but you also had the means to correct what was going on in your life. And he relapses a million times. And again, I have empathy for it because... Man, my father-in-law, even to this day, man, I, I know he keeps relapsing. It just, you know, I see it. I just see it. I can see how he's acting sometimes. And I know, okay, yeah, it's right. I know what's going on right now. So I, I, I understand it happens. And there are people like, you know, not like my father-in-law who do get clean and stay clean. But the majority, like, I, I just feel like they... It's always got a grip on him. So I hope for Jake's sake, he's telling the truth and he's really clean. But but I just have my doubts because it's one of those things where fool me once, you know, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. I hope he's clean, but I just have my doubts. And I don't want to say that because I sound like the asshole, but I just have my doubts. Do you have your doubts when it comes to Jake that he's really clean? I think he's probably really clean, but I wouldn't put money on him dying that way. That's, that's a great just... point. Go ahead. I'm, I'm, no, no, I'm glad you said that because that is an excellent point. Like you're saying right now in the moment, oh, yeah, he's clean as a whistle. He, he's life running right. Everything's great. But you're saying if you had to bet, you wouldn't and that's bet not, that that's he not, would. That didn't have a lot to do with him. It has more to do with the recidivism rate of a relapse rate of people that have these kinds of problems. The yeah. odds are against them. Yeah, I mean, and there are people who do get clean, man. Like, um, there's a listener out there. I, he told this story to me one time. He emailed me, and I was like, bruh, more power to you. And, I mean, he don't have no reason to, to – there's a couple of them, actually, that told me. I'm like, bruh, more power to you because I, I, I don't know that grip that, that 
cocaine and crack has on you. I ain't never done those things. And I'm not judging anybody who has, even though it sounds like I'm judging Jake, but I'm really not. But I just, I, you know, so I feel for people that, that do overcome it and like actually overcome it. Like, but it's just the thing about Jake that made it so bad was like, I remember indie promoters that he was just soaking money from. I ain't saying no names. And he come in, blasted off of his ass, working these indie shows, taking money, going out there and can't even walk straight to the ring. Like, you know, when you see those things, you're like, uh, this is, you know, it kind of makes you, it gives you a bad feeling towards the person because they, they were a, stealing. You had a partner that was in the, in the biography, right? I, I I wanted to go back and watch it, but um, and, and a couple of the fellas out there who are listening to this that you know knew me during my indie days, they'll know who we were talking about here. Um, he wrestled under the name Bones. If you notice towards the end of, I don't remember what point they showed it, but it was a black guy in a ring with Jake in Natchez, Mississippi, I believe it is. That's Bones. So yeah, I, I was one of my old partners back in the day. I haven't talked Harper's to him in years. Um, but he. He was wrestling in the match that they showed. I'm about to conference him in now. That they showed Jake wrestling in Mississippi, where you know they alluded. I don't know for a fact, but they alluded to Jake being blitzed, um, high, drunk, whatever. I don't. I don't know which one he was, but they said he wasn't good. So anyway, yeah, man. I don't know, man. Look, I'm gonna ask Harper as soon as he picks up what okay. what he thinks about it because Harper, you joined at the hey. right moment. Let me ask you a question. Why? Um, they did a A&E biography on Jake this past weekend, Jake the Snake Roberts. My question yeah, to sorry. you is, do you think, Doc asked me this, I want to know your opinion. Do you think Jake Roberts is clean at this point in time in his life, and do you think he's, if he is, do you think he's going to stay clean? Is he 100% clean? I think he might drink some. But, I mean, I don't think he's smoking crack or some shit like that. But, I mean, he might drink. Has he smoked his last crack pipe? Yes. Because, how old is he? 67, maybe? Yeah. If he smokes crack once, he'll be he'll fucking die. Mm. Because his body has, he's, I mean, God, he's, he's fucking pushing 70. He would fucking kill over. His body can't Woody? fucking take that. How many know, old man. fucking cokeheads are there that are 70? Or fucking heroin? I would imagine that they're too busy doing drugs to tell you they're doing drugs. So, I think you might drink. But so like, he's California sober. I guess, yeah. Because there's there's no way he's still smoking crack or fucking doing fucking coke because he'll be fucking dead dude because the problem is once you reach like your fucking 40s bro your body can't take that anymore it's like a car it can't it it, it fucking reaches a certain point where you well like i mean if you don't give that shit up you're gonna od or you're gonna be in a fucking coffin so is your internet connection is your internet connection huh? 65 years old smoking crack right now? No, why? <laughs> I was fucking up. Close to deep throat Harper. Oh. 
When, when's the last time you restarted? I don't know. fucking know, Mike. <laughs> the consistency is tremendous. God bless America. Yeah. Harper, I heard you were uh, hanging out in Mike's old neighborhood with all the honkies. Yeah, I was. Bruh, I just said, Harper, I was telling him the story when you called me before we were starting recording to let me know you're on your way home. And I, we were talking about how like driving through my old neighborhood and you like see this white kid in the driveway shooting basketball and i was telling and and i'm telling and then i'm telling you how yeah the last time i was down there i'm i'm going in my old neighbor's house across the street and uh and i see this white lady walking down the street with a dog and i'm like i'm thinking i'm in back to the future like when marty mcfly pulls up to his to his old house and it's like it went from being good to bad and i'm just like it's the same kind of thing, except it didn't go from good to bad. It may have gone from bad to decent. I don't know how to describe it, but it was like I was in a time warp, like I was in like some Back to the Future type thing where I'm like, this isn't the neighborhood I grew up in. What the hell is going on, man? There's a lot of white people here now. I remember that show, uh, The Last G. They used to come on TBS a couple of years ago with Tracy Morgan. Mm-mm, no. No, uh, well... Well, he was a guy, he lived in Brooklyn, and in like the late 90s, he got arrested for drugs, he was a drug dealer or something. So, all this time goes by, like 20 years or whatever, and he gets out of prison, and he goes back to Brooklyn to his old neighborhood, and it's like that, where there's a Starbucks, and there's like, (laughs) there's like the fucking gay couple living here, and and it's all these white people, and he's like, what the fuck happened to my neighborhood? (laughs) That's what it's like. You're the last G. Wow. And that's what it was because he was the last G of the neighborhood. Because Mike, it, you're the you're the last black guy to get out of Gentilly alive. Jesus Christ. The, <laughs> the, the funny part about this was the story I was telling Harper was so our old neighbors they moved into the neighborhood in nineteen I said sixty nine seven but uh, Harper but I think it was sixty seven actually I think about it. That's a long and they, time ago. And they telling me like when they moved in, it was like 65, 70% white. And so by the time I'm like, you know, coming of age in the very early eighties, I told Harper, there was like one other, like there was a white family on the, about a block from us on the corner and they moved out in like 82. And after that, it was like no white people, like none. Now, if you were if you if you looked at a map of New Orleans, you moved closer to or drove more towards Lake Pontchartrain, which is going north. Yeah, you you got to more white folks that part of Gentilly, but not not in the part that I was in. And Har- Harper tripped me out. He's like, "Man, I turn a corner, I see his little kid shooting basketball in a driveway like it's nothing." Yeah, and, like uh, yeah. leave it to Beaver. I couldn't fucking yeah. believe it. Was it Matt McClung? <laughs> It was some kid who had like long hair and looked like he was like, you know, ten years old. Just I'm like, what the fuck? Was it my kid? My kid That's what has he long said. hair and is ten years old. <laughs> yeah. That's what he said, Doc. He was like, I thought it was one of Doc's kids. <laughs> anyway, we that's our uh, Gentilly. We we our second home in Gentilly. Yeah, yeah that's your summer home. <laughs> yeah, we're we're doing some real estate speculation. Yeah, that's your the- timeshare. Yeah, in the 
Ah, yeah, man. Fun times, man. Fun times. Yeah. But I'll be back there this week, or by the time y'all listen to this, it would have already happened. Because uh, we got X-rated coming up, and there's that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Doc, any other topics? Did we finish discussing Jake, or did you have anything else on Yeah, Jake I mean, Roberts most of that stuff thing? was, I mean, I watched it, but, like, Mrs. Doc always gets into the documentaries, and she's like, I feel like I know all this stuff. And I was like, yeah. That's the problem. Yeah, Tiffany was the same thing. We're sitting here watching it, and she's like, oh, yeah, wasn't his dad, like, a, a psycho pervert? You know, the child molester? I'm like, yeah. I was like, yeah, because we've seen this on the dark side of the fucking ring. And that's the problem is that they just, it's the same shit. It's just packaged differently. Well, I watched it because there's no football on now. Well, and yeah. there was no basketball on that night that I wanted to see. So I was like, well, shit. I goes to show you, bro. Fucking everyone wants to go back yeah, to that do. time and fucking wrestling. I mean, fuck, you think uh, there could be some documentary about fucking Seth Rollins fucking 20, no. 30 years from now? Or, or, or fucking Roman? I mean, it's just, or, or fucking Kevin Owens or something? I mean, what are I you going to say? Yeah. There's a couple of guys, but nothing like they've been able to do. I mean, like they might could get one 30 years from now, maybe they 20 years from now, maybe they can get one season. Yeah, and even then, it, well, well, those guys well, aren't as, as big of uh, stars. Well, the problem is it's it's not only they're not as big as stars, but their journey to get to where they are, to say the least, it's not as fucking colorful. Because there's That's no true. territories. These just... people, the wrestlers, were borderline criminals running around town to town. There's right. some romanticism there. Yes. Very rock star. Yeah. Like fucking lifestyle. I'm going to come to town, do some drugs, drink some drinks, have some ladies, yeah. kick some ass. And when it gets, when the heat gets hot, I'm going to get out of here and get on to the next town. Right. And now it's like, hey, you know. You want to go to Waffle House and then and then go to the hotel room and we can sit there and fucking play on our phones until one of us falls asleep. Even even the quote unquote clean superstars, like and when I mean when I say clean, I mean even a guy like Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson, who I mean they might not have been doing the most moral things. But oh. They but weren't they, out there breaking, like, you know, they weren't <laughs> breaking, like, or uh, being complete criminals. Even them, even they have tremendous backstories when you oh, think yeah. about the mm. women and the partying and that type of stuff. That, like, I, I don't know if you even have, I don't even say I don't know. I don't think you have as much as that now. Like, you have, none you know, of that because it's a whole. Back then, I think these women knew what their role was. <laughs> what was that? It's like, oh your role, I'm, I am going to fuck you, and you will not contact me again unless I contact you. Bro, I disagree to an extent. To back to. But you now, know what I- if, like, let's say some woman slept with, uh, let's say fucking, you know, fucking Roman Reigns or Seth Rollins or whoever the fuck. She's on his fucking Instagram. She's on his Twitter. She's fucking hitting him up. And then when he doesn't message back, 
she's going to go, oh, Seth Rollins fucked me last night at the Ramada Inn, and that asshole won't return my phone calls. He's a piece of shit. And now he's getting blasted on, on fucking WWE worrying about losing his fucking job. I agree with that part. The part I was going to say I don't agree with is, no, they they told them, oh, yeah, baby, I, I, I'll call you. They didn't say, this is a one-night thing. They just like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll call you. I'll call but you. There was, Give me your but number. there was no way to contact them. Right. Now, that is, yes, that part, exactly. Into the crowd, and you're gone. Yep. That's how Ricky Morton allegedly had 65 freaking kids, right? That's how you, yeah. I mean, now you can't escape it because it's social media. They will find you. There is no way to, it's so much harder to escape human contact now than fucking if I remember back in the day we're like if you just didn't want to be bothered you just wouldn't answer the fucking phone like sitting oh, at I the house that. I still do you know, that. But like sitting at the house like the phone would ring and oh oh fuck I was at the mall when you called or some shit like now bro if you go on Facebook oh they go oh look there goes Mike Mills on Facebook right now because he just liked Chris Harper's thing like they they there's 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 so People can contact you 24-7 now, which is fucking bullshit. It sure is. It sure Doc is. is mad at that's me. The, Doc is mad at me because the truest, I... truest statements that's ever been uttered on this show. Doc is mad at me because I turn the phone off sometime. I'm like, right. I'm like, Jesus I, Christ. I texted you seven hours ago, bro. What is up with you? Bro, I will turn bro, the phone goes off. To bed at like... 11 o'clock and he turns his phone off he's like bro if i don't turn my phone off it goes off non-stop 24 7 literally i have to turn my phone off bro i turn that bitch off and we'll over the course of a weekend i'll check it in the morning put it down i'll come back to it later in the evening i'm like all right what's going on now so but, worried about you turning, well, if you turn your phone off does the alarm still go off or is it just no. It's off. No, the, it's off. Well, because that's, only... that's what I use it for. Yeah, the other thing that Mike doesn't have to worry about, since his parents are both deceased, is like you that's know. That's true, oh, yeah. dude. That's true because I remember one time I had my phone off. This is when my when my mom and dad was still alive, and my dad fell at like two in the morning, and my mom called, and the phone was off, and she left a voice. Hey, your dad fell. I'm like, fuck. And I, you know, cause, cause I lived fucking not five minutes, fucking like five minutes away from the house. I could have went over there and fucking picked them up off the floor, but somehow she got them back up. I'm like, I'm never turning my phone off again. See, I, I, I ain't got nobody trying to get in touch with me that bad anymore. So yeah, you're right. I mean, I just be like, well, I get it when I get it. Speaking, and of, getting, mad. speaking of getting it when you get it. Let's talk about, talk about this about some episode. Wrestling? Yep. Get the video version going. We are talking October 5th of 1991, just a few weeks away from the upcoming pay-per-view. More on that later. Remember, you can only listen to our review of that at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. All right, Doc. So here it is, man. Um, the show starts with a replay of Cactus Jack and Bobby brawling and Abdullah. We then head into center stage with JR and Paul Lee, and they run down the card. And then we get the Freebirds, who are going to interrupt the introduction 
and uh, I was going to play the audio from that. Uh, before I do so, I figured I'd throw it to you, see if you had anything uh, yeah. before I get to this point. What you got? Look how old Garvin looks here. On that note, I'm going to hit play. We'll talk about that on the other side. Here it is. Wait just a minute, Pally. What we got to tell you is one of you poor excuses better have the answers that the fabulous Freebirds want. What am I talking about, you say? I want to ask you a question. Are the enforcers putting the world tag team titles on the line today? Yes or no? No, they're not, Jimmy Jam. That is not what we wanted to hear. The fact is this, Pally. There's two ways to do this. The easy way or the hard way. We don't have anything to do with that, fellas. Uh, we can't sign the match, Mike. Hey, 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 looky here. They told us all our life, good things come to those who wait. Well, we ain't good, and we ain't waiting. We want it right now. I've never been known for patience, and we always take what we want. It's your choice, the easy way or the hard way. As we don't have time, I'm sorry, gentlemen, for any more comments from the Freebirds. As a matter of fact, we've got to know it. Go up and get... Well, I guess we know now what way you've chosen, punk. All right, well, whatever you uh, you think about that situation, let's go up to Gary Michael Capetta. I think he looks old, Doc, because he's got that Hulk Hogan mustache Fu Manchu gimmick going on, except it's real light. You can barely see it. And Jimmy Garvin actually looked younger when he had the full beard and it was, right. you know, pretty much all brown, black, you know, dark brown or black. I think I think that's why he looks so much older. Is that is that kind of what you were getting at? Yes. Didn't his skin look kind of pale, his face? Yes. Yeah, I don't he, know if that was the TV or, or 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 that was him. Well, he was in much better shape a year and a half ago. Too. Oh yeah, I mean, who wasn't? Um, he, well, no, he, I mean, he dropped a cycle or two, you know. Yeah, when he came back to WCW, he he was in much better shape. Like you could definitely tell the difference. And now the combination of him. He ain't in horrible shape, but he's not in as good a shape as he was. And when you take into account, do you agree, Harper, that that full beard actually made him look old, like younger? I think he just looked younger, period. I mean, fuck, how many, how long ago was that? That was when there was, when it was still Crockett, when he had, uh, uh, what's her name with him? Oh, yeah. 86. Yeah, that was 86, but we're in what, 92? 91? Late 91. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. Hayes don't look no different, though. <laughs> no, because he never changed his look. He's also yeah. not that old. Yeah. That's the other part. Oh, man. Where is yeah. this? Uh, it, I guess it's a center stage, huh? It's not yeah. an arena somewhere. Yeah, this center stage this week. So... If you notice, they called out the enforcers. Well, the match was actually about to start with the Freebirds versus Chris Sullivan and John Douglas, but the Freebirds double DDT Sullivan and Douglas instantly, and that match appears to be over. The enforcers come down to the ring, as we're watching here on the video, and they are now having a match, but JR keeps repeating, this is unsanctioned. So even though it's unsanctioned, it does continue, and we're actually going to have this match with Pee Wee Anderson being the ref of it all. Doc, I'll throw to you. Um, they don't go for too long. What do you have from this? Nice. Interesting point here. Arn's the rookie in the ring. You mean youngest, but I know what yeah. you mean. Yeah. yeah. 
That's that didn't happen very often. I don't know. He looks like he's forty-five. Even yeah, how old was Larry here? Well, in his forties, right? Yeah, I think he was early forties. Um, so, are we to believe the Freebirds are turning baby here? Uh, bro, we we we've, we've gone through this with the Freebirds a hundred times. Okay. Are they babies? Are they heels? Like, I mean, think about it. No, I'm serious. I'm not trying to be mean when I say that. Like, we've gone through that with them. Wait, so are they heels? Like, remember the Southern boys? The Southern boys are the baby faces. So the the Freebirds heels? I don't know. They're getting cheers on center stage and cheers in Georgia. So it's like they're tweeners, but they're not. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how to assess them. They're just there. Well, in the it was airtight brother moment of the week. How many old timers do you hear talk about how they just come out today and book their own matches in the ring? Nobody's, you know, we wouldn't do that back in the day. But the Freebirds came out and booked their own match. Yeah, but they're working. Okay. You talking? Why? Why are you talking about this like it's real? Yeah, come on, Doc. I'm sorry. No, nah, I'm just messing with you. I guess, yeah. I didn't hate this though. No, it's no it... little match. I like this. I like that tag when fucking uh, uh, during the sunset flip. You don't yeah, see that was do good. That anymore. Nope. It was good. That was good teamwork. That was good mm-hmm. tag team wrestling. Um, <laughs> and the thing was about this. So they the other part is. It ended up being a surprise because the enforcers come out and they make it a tag. They make it a match, even though the Freebirds were supposed to be facing the two other guys. And But even then, they could have let this go on too long, but they didn't. Part of it has helped out because it's only an hour episode. But it, they, they kind of ended it relatively quickly because they wrestle for a few minutes. Both teams kind of get their stuff in. Uh, all four guys end up being in the ring. Arn misses something like a move off the top rope or second rope that the camera missed. Because they can't catch anything on this camera these days, it seems. And then Garvin rolls up Arn, and the Freebirds actually win by pin. But if you remember, uh, right. old Jr. said this is not sanctioned. So I guess mm. it not sanctioned and non-title may be the same thing. Even though again, the Freebirds did end up pinning them. I used to and hate shit like that when I was a kid. I was like, man, he pinned them. God, <laughs> this was their chance. We fell for that shit. Like, why is the rap still going along with it? Bro, we fell for that all the time. Yeah, I know, bro. The baby Wait, face pins the the heel and like, but he pinned him, but he pinned him. What do you mean he's not? He didn't win. No, no, but it wasn't sanctioned. You know, <laughs> it, it wasn't. The contract wasn't signed. It was always some legal bull crap that they spit at us to make us think like we were the crazy ones. But we fell for all that crap and it was beautiful i fell for all that shit bro <laughs> bro we were marks i fell for <laughs> all that shit with 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 with, with fucking hogan i was like oh god hogan's fucked i thought he was fucked with fucking king kong bundy in wrestlemania too because when he with his ribs were fucking uh taped yep. up and then i thought he was fucked against andre because it's andre he beat fucking Andre, and then he, I thought he was fucked against Earthquake. <laughs> and then, Kamala. And then, yeah, but the thing is, you don't realize the Earthquake <laughs> angle was the King Kong Bundy one just a few years later. He had his ribs fucking broken again. 
It was hey, the man. same fucking angle. Boy, they were soaking us. Out, I guess. <laughs> they, Hopper, they were soaking us. Oh, yeah, bro. <laughs> that's God, the beauty of it. After that, I was like, you motherfucker, bro. For I real. hope that we, bitch dies. We fell for all of it. Mm. We <laughs> fell for all of it. The good old days. Bro, I really, I really fell for, man, I fell for all of it. I think about JYD becoming Stagger Lee. I'm like, <laughs> how about Freebird hair cream? Yeah, oh my God, that one's even worse. That one's the worst one. No, I don't say it's the worst one, but yeah, we fell for the hair cream. And, and Doc, the worst part about that is that felt like it lasted forever. I think we've talked about this before. Buddy Roberts, I could have swore he wore that headgear for three years, and it three was years. like it was like three months. <laughs> Am I lying? No, no. It felt like it was forever, but we were like, "Wait, everything you just said is right." Yeah, man, crazy. It's gone. It's gone. It's Ain't gone. Ain't dead no more. Ain't dead no more. That's a New Orleans saying. Okay, so we do go to the next segment. It's uh, Gordon Soley from the Halloween Havoc Control Center um, to talk about the card, which will include, like we already discussed, Luger versus Simmons for the world title in a two out of three falls match. And Gordon talks about the Chamber of Horrors match. Um, they also throw to Tony Schiavone, who breaks down the whole card. Yeah, PN News. And pause, did you see pause. that one? Did you see that one? Hold on, I'm going to go back to it because it, it went back a little Michael. Well... Do you see this match? PN News and yeah, the creatures. That's gonna get a that's gonna get a capital F, followed by another capital F. Well, Doc, we'll have to record on a Friday so that Harper can join us for the pay per view on that following Tuesday. Okay. So we'll we'll record creatures. Yeah, I'll tell y'all who those are when we get to it. We'll, We'll talk about that behind the paywall. It's it's actually two people we've seen wrestle probably. Hundreds of times, and uh, all right, uh, sounds they great. Put in some ridiculous gimmick. Uh, you wanted me to pause on what was it, Doc? Oh, oh yeah, Michael. Oh yeah, <laughs> McHeel. E A L. That's the Irish way. <laughs> also, Van Hammer. Um, also, um, Gordon said earlier that one man gang is out, and Abdul is in the Chamber of Horrors. Uh, one man gang appears to be gone from the promotion. The WCW Phantom. Oh boy. Boy, that yeah, sounds he got fucking fi- horrible. I was listening to a shoot interview recently with Gang. He got fired um for I think refusing to do the job to PN News is what he said. Good for him. Yeah. I need to re-listen to it because I was kind of passively listening to it. Um Z Man so versus big run, huh? Well, and we're gonna sell this pay per view with shit nobody knows what it is. Creatures. Oh wait, no, that's right. He comes back, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah gang. About that. Yeah. Are you saying? Yeah, Gang does come back. He's still got a U.S. title run in yeah, him. At some he's point. Gonna, what, yeah, he's gonna beat Conan or something. Yeah, lose it to he, Conan. Yeah, lose it. To, I think he loses it to Conan. Um, I forget who he beats for it. But I, I remember he won that belt, and I was like, what? But I, I remember when he won it too. I was it was like on Worldwide or something. I don't even think it was on like the big show, like the like Nitro. No, I was wasn't. like, yeah, it was like on Worldwide or Prime or one of the 
secondary shows. I was like, Kane just won the belt. Um, and it was I like I hate to say it like that because I mean he was a big deal in mid south and a big deal in world class. So like we uh, obviously he was a Um, you know he'd been at WWF. He he won the uh, UWF uh, heavyweight title for Watts, but I just was like. It felt like, yeah, he had been past his prime and they put that belt on him, but then Conan won it. Um, Z-Man versus WCW Phantom. We'll, we'll talk about that when we when we get to it, but uh, uh, God bless Z-Man. Anyway, uh, Shivani runs down the whole card, but Doc, what I need to get to here is this, this next segment. Um, are, are you ready to discuss this? It's only like a minute long, but I felt like this we is, really got to talk about it. This is some god-awful terribleness. Yeah. So again, you can listen to us break down the pay per view, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT when we get to it in a few weeks. We're about three weeks away from and it. But for now. By the way, next week's version of this is no prize either because I watched ahead. You, yeah, it's not. I saw it too. So did I. <laughs> um, Gordon goes to Paulie and Missy Hyatt. Mm. Let me just hit play and. Harper, just tell me what you think about this. If we may, uh, let's call it Polly and Missy Hyatt's big adventure. I got a knife. I got a knife here. Oh, please. Come you gonna try to rob us with that? Hey, hey, it's not the size that counts. It's it's how you use it. Here's a point. Well, get there. if you're ready. Oh, you're right, 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 right. And you, come on, you, you, I know you. You're um, you're uh, on television. That girl, that Missy girl. Hyatt. Missy Hyatt. Yeah, yeah. And you're Jason Hervey. No, 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 you're Paul Dean. You're basically world champion. You're wrestling. Geez, hey, what are you guys doing down here? We're filming right now. We're looking for the chamber. Where on TV right now? TV. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, I do some impressions. Here, hold this. You got a microphone on you? Yeah, here, here you go. Right, Never mind. I do impressions. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Mm, why, you dirty rat. You're the rat to kill my brother. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's good. Right. That's good. Hey, that's real good. Yeah, that's Here's looking at you, kid. This is my best one. This is my Jack Nicholson. Now, hey, that's what I call a chamber of horror. Oh my god, <laughs> bruh, what are we doing? What the <laughs> fuck was that? I don't know. A bad Saturday Night Live skit? I have no uh, clue. That guy looks familiar. Yes, I said the same thing, and I don't know who he is. I think he was. He was a character actor at this time, and you would see him on TV shows pop up, and I, I believe he was a character a- 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 actor, and you would see him on TV shows. He was a comedian. Jesus Christ. Mm. Oh, boy. So apparently, oh boy. this this guy is about to rob Paulie and Missy Hyatt. I don't know where they're supposed to be. But a cameraman is just happens to be following them who happens to catch this guy about to rob them. And the guy goes from being a robber who's about to stab them to doing impersonations. And Paulie knocks him out with his phone. And boy, this is a corny deal. Remember when they had the tag team get jumped in Smoky Mountain? You're telling me there's a cameraman watching a crime, but he ain't going to put down the camera to help. No. Just going to keep the film rolling. Woof. Oh, boy. Woof. This is... Uh, what was that promoting? 
uh, uh, stupidity. I, 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 I don't. Hey, hey man, we we do this Missy and Polly segment, and we put it in this hallway, <laughs> and we're right back on top. Yeah, what the fuck was that shit about? It didn't make no sense. It was, was just late, a random skip. Late ninety one, yes. This was getting close when I stopped. Uh, I stopped looking at it. October fifth of ninety one, right here. Yeah, because I was in high school. Yeah, we we still got time for pussy. Yeah, time for pussy and Metallica and Bruh. And... So my kid has been getting into Metallica. Oh yeah, we'll be on the long drives to soccer, and the deal is because you know. I can only hear Inner Sandman so many times. Oh, my God. I have him put in, like, hey, go pick an old song from, like, Master of Puppets, Ride the Lightning, Injustice for All, whatever. And learn some new, some of their new old stuff, you know. And, like, every song, I'm remembering how great it is. He's getting into it. He's like, they don't have any bad songs. And I was like, that was the case for about 10 years, buddy. <laughs> People forget, like I know Metallica got bigger, but in the in the eighties, that Metallica shit was life changing for young boys. Yeah, I remember the first time hearing uh, "Ride the Lightning." I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Right. I need this in my life all the time. Yes. I'm gonna push, keep the play going on the tape, but turn the volume down while I sleep. But I want to keep it going. Yeah. And, and I guarantee you, if Mike listened to some of that old Metallica shit, it would immediately be, that's some white people shit. Yeah, some, some, some fucking kill them all. Yeah, that's right. Speaking of white people shit, uh, Firebreaker Chip is taking mm-hmm. on Steve Austin for the WCW world title. Oh, of course, boy. Chip is one half of the U.S. tag champs. He comes down to the uh, aisle and out the locker room with his fire, fireman helmet on and gear uh they gave them plenty of time the crowd was into it here and there i thought it weren't like super quiet he looks um, good yeah that's not his he's problem he's a weird that's looking fella from the neck up what you mean by that let me see that's where harper says a mouth is a mouth bro hey come on no that's what you said i don't know come on me nothing pal don't come on him yeah. He just no-sold the hell out of that body slam. Did you see that? What a fucking asshole. <laughs> Did you see that? Austin <laughs> body slammed him. He just got up from it like, eh, I'm done. I don't know, man. It's fine. Um, like response to that. No? It's... Nothing special. No, They're just going to work a headlock. That's all. But they did give him a lot of time for a, for a one-hour show. They had like eight, nine minutes, so. So we hear during this match that we have a new tag team coming in called the Screaming Eagles. Oh my God! No, uh, yeah, but are they're soldiers too. Yeah, no, just you'll no spoilers. Just, we'll get there next week. Yeah, God, they're gonna melt yeah. this military shit, huh? Hey, no, just it's you, there's uh, no there's. What do you think happens at the beginning of every NFL game? It's smoke and mirrors what they're doing with Screaming Eagles. You, you'll yeah. Just I would hush. say you'll see. Don't give it yeah. away. We have a show okay. next week. All right. 
we have the X-rated recap show and two hours of WCW to talk about. Right. All right, Doc, what else you got from this one before I go to the finish? <sighs> Damn. I really bad, feel huh? like they ought to be letting Stone Cold do some talking. Stone Cold. You got that right. Um, so the finish. Dumb. Chip goes for a leapfrog and Austin halfway like tries to go under him and you could tell it's like oh. a botch there it is i don't know what the hell was going on there and then he didn't know austin austin goes to pin him in one two three i actually think like chip thought austin was going to catch him and do that hot shot twist and hot shot onto the ropes but they were in the middle of the ring so definitely miscommunication yeah. Whatever it was supposed to be. It was a hell of a botch. And that was it. Uh, any other thoughts, Doc? No. Yeah, no Should have been better. So the next match ends up being Abdullah and Cactus Jack versus Scott Sandlin and John Faulkner. Oh, boy. Boy. Um, the only note I made from this was, obviously, they're going to murder these two guys. <laughs> I, my, my note was... These enhancement guys are in trouble. Right. We haven't seen such peril from jobbers since the Road Warriors were in town. Well, that guy's got a, he's got somewhat of a, you know, size to him. Not going to matter. They used to wonder, like, as a kid with those superstars in a wrestling challenge, it would be like the one-man gang or whatever, the big boss man versus... You know, Bob Smith, I'm thinking, why would this guy sign this? <laughs> why would he agree? Like, we all know how this is going to end. <laughs> why would you agree to this? And I always thought that they ought to have those guys wrestle other guys like that in jobber matches to some. They kind of win at some point. Otherwise, how do you keep your job? I don't know, man. It was booked like that. Harper, see, this is the thing. Harper's right. I used to think that. Man, this guy's got to know what's coming. He knows yeah, he can't beat Abdullah. I think, why would this guy sign? Because that's what they told you. They would sign a match. And I think, why would this guy sign this to wrestle against King Kong Bundy when he when this guy looks like he works at fucking Ace Hardware? But you say that, but also we were still going to watch it. We still fell for oh, yeah, it every time. Because it. it's wrestling. Yeah. But I hear you. I, I did used to think that because you're like, there's no way this. Like, I mean, you'd see Kamala get in a ring with some freaking. Yeah. Mike you know, Bond. Yeah. The kid, you're thinking, Jesus, Lord, he's really going to eat this man after he beats him. Like, I just gonna... want to see one of those guys get the vic just once. <laughs> just get a victory. Just shock the world. And I used to love Rocky it. Mania. I used to love it when when they would take on like Barry Horowitz or Iron Mike Sharp because at least they would get something in. Yeah. They would get a body slam in, they would drop it, and then they'll they'll, you know, some some kind of offensive move, and then they would go hit the ropes and go drop the elbow, then the guy would move and then that's the comeback spot and then the finish. Yeah, well these guys weren't getting anything in. No. Abdullah in Cactus beat this poor bastard's ass. And then the finish, Cactus tags Abdullah in, who's standing on this guy's throat. And then Abdullah uh, 
like literally drops the big elbow and a big flabby titty on the Sandlin and wins. <laughs> All right, so let me ask you this. Yeah. Ooh, there you go. We talk about who's going to do this. Menace, it's 1990 whatever when you think you're going to be somebody and you get the call to say, hey, we need you to get in there with Abdullah. How long is it going to take you to say yes? Oh, and I'm young. Oh, I do it in a heartbeat. I oh, mean, yeah. Harper, Harper knows. I mean, he's he's seen Wildcat guys do jobs on Raw and SmackDown for you know to these quote unquote stars and. Fuck it, uh, Jay Spade's on AEW Dark tonight. I think that's when it. Comes and that's on. not even. I guess, but that's not even. I mean, like think of like. Bro, the Ascension threw Buku Dao 40 feet in the air before they beat him. So, I mean, like, you know, it's... the If anybody remembers the Ascension knockoff Road Warrior gimmick, I call it, I don't know how else to describe it, from, you know, seven, eight years ago, those guys, they they, they just murdered Buku Dao. Murdered him. So, I don't know. I, I Yeah, I would have did it, Doc. No doubt. But I mean, like, I don't know if I'm taking this. That's not going to work for me, brother, as Abdullah beats this dude with a cane after. You think the guy got paid extra? No. Hell no. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, he didn't get paid extra. That No way, no how. All right, let's go now to Abdullah and Cactus Jack. They've got a promo to cut after their uh, win, and here they are. I'm not happy about being here, Cactus Jack. Just tell me what it's about so I can leave, okay? What's in the box tonight? It's not Cactus Jack. It's not Abdullah Butcher. What's in there is my way of saying I'm sorry. (laughs) See, I didn't mean to scare the little stingers. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean to beat Sting within an inch of his life and leave him quivering like a jellyfish on the shores of misery. So why don't you join me in a tribute to this great man with a special birthday party for Sting. (laughs) But he's not here. He's not here. Don't let that stand in our way of having a good time. Come on, nationwide, let's join. He's using the cake using the Sting action figure. Sing along. Happy birthday. Do you bang bang? Happy birthday, dear Stinger! Bang bang! Happy birthday to you! Sir, sir, it's Cactus. It's not Sting's birthday. I know that. Don't you think I know that? But I wasn't here for Sting's last birthday. I wish I was at Sting's last birthday. But you see, it's very important that we celebrate it now because Sting's last birthday was Sting's last birthday! Thank you! Thank you. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Abdullah. Thank you, Cactus Jack. And we'll be back, thank God, after this. So, Abdullah, in the process of using the Sting action figure to eat the cake, ripped the foam cover on the mic, off the mic, and was eating it with the cake as he was plowing through the cake. Doc, does that summarize it well? Yeah, that was great. I don't think he ever spit I mean, the foam just, cover out either. I mean, okay, here's another question. All right, Menace. Um, 
1998 menace 1997 menace um we also need you to go out there and stand next to abdullah while he's eating the cake with his hands but you also need to eat the cake at the same time oh god yeah it sounds a little gross brother i don't know if that works for me is can you get hepatitis from saliva like that i don't know i'm not a doctor we'll have to ask dr blassie that but I don't know, Hopper. What are you doing? You gonna eat cake after Abdullah? No. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I mean, so I love Sting's last birthday with Sting's last birthday. That was great. It, that was a awesome little segment. Like again, you talk about the ways they get you back then. There's no way they're gonna conquer Sting. But that's not the point. The journey is the point, and that shit was entertaining. Yeah, I mean, I, I was into it, man. I mean, yeah, like, that was great. And we still don't know who sent them. I just, you know, just keep that part in mind as well. Look at these African color Jackie Robinson jacket. Yeah, I remember that jacket. Me he has to be the only white person that's ever worn that jacket. The jacket. I don't know, Hopper. I used to see you with a jacket like that. What? It was a teenager. Like an eight ball jacket? Yeah. Yeah. Eight ball sipping. The bitches was tripping. Um, Stop. Stop. Do it. Yeah. That was pretty cool with uh, Cactus and Abdullah right there. Uh, And again, we still got to figure out who's sending, you know, Sting. We then get a promo from Dusty Rhodes. He's basically talking the folks into the building with Wyndham and Simmons versus Luger and Hughes. Uh, Dusty's a special ref, and he said he's going to call it right down the middle. It was just basically a plug for the upcoming Omni show. We then go to Dustin Rhodes versus Lou Fabiano. There was a a whole lot of like ambient noise during this match where it 100% felt like they were just piping in crowd noise. That was my note from it because it wasn't like they went long. Again, it's an hour episode, so these matches are moving real quick. Doc, what did you have from this? Yeah. No, I didn't have much from this. Well, it's because there wasn't much that happened, but Dustin is going to going to hit the big lariat, and then he gives uh, Fabiano the big boot, followed by a nice bulldog, and Dustin wins the match. From there, JR throws to a replay from last week with Dustin being confronted by Luger and Mr. Hughes, and then they attack Dustin after. Uh, Dustin does cut a meat and potatoes promo after. He's fired up, and he puts Luger on notice. He's like, Luger, I'm coming for you, baby. And uh, that was that. Doc, did you have any notes or uh, from? Yeah, I thought it was a good little recap from him. I thought he did well. He um, man, I know, I you know, I know we had this talk before about him being like Dusty's son, and people, I don't know, I've kind of heard people say, oh, you know, only reason he had the spot, he was Dusty's son. Yeah, but I mean, he was. I mean, he's showing a lot of fire. He's good in the ring. He's on the mic. He's good. Like he, I, I don't think he's like being overused if that's a word right he's not being Dust- pushed down your throat right he's not being pushed down your throat he's he's a solid talent speaking of things getting pushed down your throat come oh on. come on what the hell which one of these guys are you talking about because there's literally four of them in there who one likes things being pushed down his throat the other three are doing some throat pushing hey right. what, the, what the hell does that mean well, you're the well, one that started putting them into different groups. Why don't you tell us? Well, Tommy Rich is out there, and they're putting—they're showing a replay. They're putting the boots to Brian Pillman. So, 
you know, Tommy Rich does the Barnett thing. That's his gimmick. And, well, Pillman and Taylor and Morton, let's just say they're the bruisers on the bruise cruise. Well, you know those three on the bruise cruise were had damaging to put their dick, some insides. They had to put their dicks in a sling after they got home. Bro. <laughs> Ridiculous. They had to put some tussing on it. Tussing on it. <laughs> Took some lidocaine to freaking numb it down. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Get your breath. Get your breath, brother. You all right? You back home? Put some lidocaine on it, Jesus. Okay, let's keep moving. So that leaves us to the main event for this week's episode. Again, it's a one-hour episode of Saturday Night. Tommy Rich versus Brian Pillman. There is a special stipulation. Richard Morton is barred from ringside, but Taylor is out there with Alexander York with Rich, so I don't know how much sense that meant for a stipulation. I I don't get it, but that was the rule. And also, Big Josh is out there too. I will say this, and I'll throw it to Doc. Tommy Rich, I got to give him credit. He put the working boots on before before this match, and he went out there and he worked a nice, uh, pretty long match for a Saturday night. With Pillman. Doc, what do you have from this thing? Why do we why did we need a big Josh promo? I have no clue and I'm not playing it because it it just doesn't need to be played. No. I mean I guess cause he, he was out there, he's helped Pillman before and all that stuff, but this guy's a clown. I, Which one? Uh, Tommy Rich? Tommy Rich. Josh. Oh, Oh, no, Big Josh isn't a clown. He's an idiot, but he ain't a clown. Why didn't you just call him by his name? <laughs> That's the... We talked... Did he we talk about that? In, in, in fucking wrestling gear. Like, we knew who he was. Yeah, I'm, I know, huh? It's like the fucking... It's like the stalker. Hey, Javorski, mm-hmm. you're a know-it-all. You're also an idiot. Why don't you tell us why they didn't just have him come out there as Matt Bourne? Is it because of Doink? Well, this was before Doink. That's true, too. What am I saying? This is, yeah. He turns into yeah, Doink and, and probably not too too far after this. Yeah, Dvorsky, why didn't they call him Big Josh? I'm sure you know because you know it all and you love correcting not only me and Harper and Doc, but everybody in the Facebook group because you just know it all. And dork. Hey, Harper, what have you been doing over in the Cornette Facebook group to cause all these problems? I'm yeah, what sorry. What that text you sent us? Because I saw they were, like, fighting about something. And I, and I was like, well, did I miss something? What the no, fuck there's happened? Some, some people took over and started doing things, and they blocked Stacy when she went in there. <laughs> and Cornette's like, look, I can't have a bunch of people doing a bunch of stuff in my name. I was okay with it until it, it started getting weird. Yeah. And so now I'm going to have to learn how to do Facebook and we'll have one that everybody can be proud of. So I, thought, happen. I thought that his wife ran that page. No. I had to look what you were talking about. So since then I looked up and I did see that um, I, I know there was like a Cult the Cornet Facebook group. Yeah, because I noticed from, all of a sudden the name changed to the cult. I'm like, and it, and I followed the cult, the band on Facebook. I'm like, what the fuck is it? I was like, wait, 
this isn't the cult. Then I, then I was like, wait, they just changed the name. And I just figured, okay, whatever. Then I see like all the comments. I'm like, God, what the fuck did I miss? The cult's a pretty underrated band too. The, yeah, no. So I'm sure more people are more educated on this than us, but all I know was that group was like unhinged. It was unhinged, and it was a lot of people that were doing impersonations of fucking cornet. Yeah, it was <laughs> For like the most part they would just repeat and, the shit he would say, and, and I'm just fuck. So I, so I was in the group on at Facebook. one point, and I and I jumped out of it. I was like, these people were crazy. So Corny's um, getting into Facebook, which makes me the last person on earth. Okay. So it, uh, in in short. So am I to understand they created a new one? I'm in it. Okay. Well, there you go. I told my no uh, Mike Mills. They're like, come on in. <laughs> that was one of the questions. It says, do you know Mike Mills? Do you know what his no, true skin tone is? I said, <laughs> yep. Nobody will get in then. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are assholes. Let's keep this show moving. Um if you want to see a bunch of real degenerates, you got to join the BTT Facebook group. You want to talk about degenerates and sick people? That group is full of degenerates. Join at your own risk. And you went and down recently and hung out with them at X-Rated. No thanks. Yeah, they're quality folks. Yeah. Uh, you just called them degenerates. Just, well, they are degenerates. And they <laughs> proudly wear that badge. Oof. Man, talk about GYT, talk about Bruno. <laughs> oh, come on, Harper. Man, I, t- I, I felt bad, Harper. I, I texted old D-Man, um, and uh, he told me he, he couldn't make the show. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. not coming for some reason. I don't know why. He just said, he I'm, I'm, I, yeah. Luke was all like, Dan, Darren turned his uh, tickets in or something, and, and we're in the group texting Luke's just being a dick. <laughs> He's just fucking, and fucking Darren's just no selling and not responding to anything. <laughs> See, Luke's playing and it sounds like Darren's <laughs> shooting. Oh, Darren, man. Darren works himself, he works himself into a shoot a lot. Because Doesn't... afterwards, fucking Luke would text me, hey, bro, look at this shit, bro, look, 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 look. I'm about to piss him off. Watch, watch, watch. And he'll fucking Luke. And he'll fucking Luke's put something asshole. else in there just to get him fucking pissed off. <laughs> uh, so, so he uses in text messages. He does your gimmick that you do on Facebook when you throw your brick yeah. and run. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> it's nice, man. Y'all need to grow up. Grow, grow up. up. You can That's tell. Like adults. Come on. Yeah. Old D-Man ain't going to be there. All right, Doc. Uh, like I said, Tommy Rich puts on his working boots. We're working towards a finish here, man. you have anything from this? I need Pillman in something of substance. What was those logos in the back? It had like a Z. In the back of what? Like in the... Like there's a banner up in like the rafters. Was it Z-Man? I didn't see, notice it. You see, watch. See Connor right there? 
It didn't say WCW. I don't know what it says. Um, maybe something else there. is going on at a it must center be a stage. radio station or something. I have no I, idea. It's, it's like the lightning bolt Z. So here's what I want you to do, Javorski. DM Harper because we know you know everything. Uh oh. No. And when you DM him, remind see, I see, see it. Look, there. Look, see it? With, with the, oh, that's, that's a Z. Steiner's Z. Oh, yeah, Z Man. It's all the different logos because there's 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 Luger, there's Steiner's. Okay. It's like yeah, Steiner's Z Man and somebody else. Yeah. Right. So okay. you don't so you you don't have to worry about a a a, a DM from Javorski with him cranking off telling you what it is. Come on, especially Phil Allen and tell and tell him. Let's go bother Phil Allen. So this thing this thing uh, breaks down here, man. Pillman goes for his finisher off the top rope, but Tommy Rich mm. is gonna hit Pillman with the computer or the word processor in the gut. Pillman gets pinned. Hey man, uh, he got smacked. I found a use for these computers. <laughs> I mean, I, I look, man. I know. Come nineteen ninety eight, I'm ordering my cocaine online. But right now, I'm gonna use it in match. And uh, Rich wins. And after the match, Big Josh comes in, and well, he gets beat up too. And then we end up with some brawling as we go off here. And that is how this episode of Saturday Night ends uh, with uh, with just a fight as we go off here. So, Doc, you know the drill. We got to we gotta rate it, hand out some Rolexes before we get out of here. Before we do so, I want to remind you all, uh, if you want to listen to our breakdown of Halloween Havoc in just a few weeks, become a patron, tinyurl.com. So Patreon BTT. Great way to support this show. And not only support us, but you get extra content in return, over 300 plus, 400 plus now, Patreon exclusive episodes, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Be like Chris Zoncha, be like Steven, the Crankmaster Javorski, you know, be like all those folks who are on Patreon, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. All right, Doc, what are you going to rate this thing? It was quick. It was quick. There was some good stuff in it, too. Big matches. They may not have delivered, but it could be a B plus. I'll go with the same thing. What about you, Hopper? Yeah, I'll give it a B plus. Have y'all noticed out there listening to this show that Mike just gives it whatever I give it? Well, well, well it's an hour long and it had some, you know, you had, <laughs> you had the match with, with fucking Arn and uh, Sabisco versus the Freebirds. That was good shit. Yeah, he's right. So who are you giving your Rolex to, Doc? Man, I'm giving it to Cactus. Why are you? Okay, not Abdullah? No, because he had to cut a promo while that was going on. All right, I'm going to surprise you. I'm going to give it to Tommy Rich. You know why? That's the only time in his life he made a computer useful. Come on. Because Lord knows he's never used a computer in its true intended usage. So how I plug this thing in? Hey, <laughs> this thing run on batteries? Where's the floppy disk guy? You mean, I do they call them floppy? Like floppy titty? Is that why they call them floppy disk? They got Pac-Man on this thing? <laughs> no. <laughs> what was the whole? This thing got Pong on it? They got Space Invaders? <laughs> 
Oh boy. All right. Uh, disrespectful. Who are you giving yours to, Hopper? I'm giving mine to fucking uh, Michael P.S. Hayes for that promo. There you go. The good thing comes to those who wait. We ain't good. We ain't waiting. Yeah. <laughs> tell you, tell a, your girl that later. I want to use that shit. Yeah. He's a lyricist. <laughs> Gotta love it. All right, so that's how Saturday Night wraps up from October 5th of 1991. Uh, you know the drill. Before we get out of here, Hard Body Hopper is still doing his life advice and relationship advice. He's cutting promos on, on your friends or family or people you hate. All you got to do is email Hopper. And you can email him at chrishopper16wildcat with a K at gmail.com. Chrishopper16 Wildcat with a K at gmail.com. And then PayPal him 20 bucks to CC30388CC at yahoo.com. Do that and he will uh, cut your video. Make sure you're very descriptive uh, in what you want in your video. In your shout out, relationship advice, whatever it is. And he will make sure he takes care of you. All right, Doc, what do we have to take care of before we get out of here, if anything? Nothing. I just want to let everybody know uh, next week will be the big, uh, highly anticipated X-rated recap show. So the shenanigans, the matches, um, we will be covering the event. Yeah, I'm going to probably not remember much of it like the last one. Man, gonna it turned. You gonna roofie yourself? No. <laughs> the, you bring? Are you bringing Sasha? Yeah. The thing with X-rated now is, now that it's standing room only for everything except for like a couple of, I don't even know. If, I don't call them floor seats. There's a couple of chaired seats. Let's call it that. Yeah. Now that it's standing room only, man, I just stood at the back last time at the bar, and. There was not a moment that night over the course of three hours where someone someone wasn't talking to me or I wasn't talking to someone while also drinking nonstop. There you go. The only thing I saw was Shane Taylor bludgeoning Harper. Come on. Come on. At the last one. Where an asshole. We had some black on black crime, man. Come on, hey. I mean, wait, I'm sorry. I, I actually was wrong there. Black on white hey, crime. That's right. That's your favorite kind, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I was happy to see Shane Taylor put him in his place. Erase the hate. <laughs> you need to rise up. Hopper, you need to rise Hopper did up, the old man. Hopper did the old Andre the Giant thing where Andre was like, no, no, no. <laughs> don't hit me, don't hit me. And Shane beat him in his head. I thought it was a nice little spot. It's great. Anyway. Yeah, we'll we'll give a full report. We we are actually going to cover the event. I don't know how much we're going to be covering. As I yell, excuse me. No, oh, no, no, no. You should have seen Hopper. No, no, no. He looks scared out of his mind. Shane measured him up and need him. That's nice. Maybe Harper was just working. You can think of that. I, I think he was terrified. I really I was. Did. That big old yeah. black man gonna beat me up. Dude, he put that big knee in his head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun, man. We'll cover the event. We'll see how it goes down. Ought to be a good time, though. Uh, anything else, Doc, before I throw it to Hopper to hit the tagline and uh, we can roll and uh, get on out of here? Uh, let's go, bro. All right, Hop, hit the tagline. Let's roll. Fuck it, bitch. Woo!